0: Welcome to Dicey Stories, where we tell stories shaped by dice. You're listening to our tabletop role-playing game, Actual Play Podcast, Episode 55. Today's episode is another installment of our series, Fraud Investigators, played using the Genesis role-playing system and set in the universe of Blizzard's StarCraft video games at the beginning of StarCraft II. For the story up to this point, visit our website, diceystories.com. Where you can listen to previous episodes or read the serialized write-ups of our adventures. Now let's get rolling. We've got a story to
1: tell. You need to drop people off at the click. Yeah. This is just a two purple piloting check to land in a not open landing site.
0: Two
2: purple crashing check. Yeah. Two successes and an advantage.
1: Saffron lands without any issue. It's a little... It's hard. It's tough to get down there. But you get down there, no problem. This is unusual out at the clinic. So I'll say the woman who staffs the front desk comes running out. Is like,
0: what are you doing here? This isn't a starport. So Imogen comes down the ramp.
2: We didn't think to call first. <laughs> yeah.
0: I didn't want them to say no. Yeah. Imogen comes down the ramp. And... Uh, you... Imogen's blonde hair is actually, like, caked with blood. Like, the back of her head got smacked. Oh, that's right. Oh my god, what happened? Oh, yeah, we're pretty injured. You smell terrible! But what Imogen says is that we have a bunch of people, some of whom are injured and some of whom are in shock, and they need a safe, discreet place to be checked over. I mean, I can make a negotiate role. What I want to do here, essentially, is call in the favor. I paid... For some of the defense of this clinic out of my own pocket.
1: You did. You did. You do not need to negotiate. You. Uh, like, she gets Saint Maria, uh, who comes out. And, like, Saint Maria is, like, glad to see you. Like, you, like, saved her clinic. You two saved her clinic.
2: She's got a plaque with your name on it.
1: Well, almost. Donor of the month. Uh, she, she gives you a great big hug, kisses both your cheeks. Oh, you're injured!
0: Wipes the creep off her.
1: <laughs> Deals, meals. What happened to you?
0: I explained to her that we have a bunch of people, some of whom were perhaps mistreated, uh, some of whom may have been beat up by Zerg. Like, we're not exactly sure what happens to the non-cooperative ones.
1: She's, come on, come on, bring them in, bring them in. We, that's, that's a, a clinic.
0: But, like, you know, does she have like a side treatment room, like, that these people can be separate from her regular patients?
1: Uh, she has, like, her operating room, where there's, there's a couple beds, that's,
0: Like I'm not trying to traumatize these people even more. And her clinic is a creepy place.
1: Her clinic is a creepy place.
2: How many patients do you have right now?
1: Well, I've got about four right now since uh, Samorain is uh, still out and walking. Tragically, one of them didn't make it. Died from blood loss. So sad. (sighs) But, uh, yeah, well, he wasn't going to walk in anyway. Yeah,
0: she she, she's really creepy, but She's a doctor, and, uh...
1: She is a doctor. Uh, yes, she takes her patients.
0: So maybe we're just not leaving them here. I don't want to leave them here. Like, I want them to be treated while I talk with Jefferson and Grom and, like, try to work out something.
1: Okay, like, they're gonna have to stay here for some amount of time.
0: Yeah, until transport off Marsara can be arranged. Okay. But I don't know if that's, like, later today or longer. I don't know until I...
1: That's probably, like, a couple days. Because some of them are beat up pretty bad. Um, and you don't know what... Sorry, are you calling Brom or are you calling Duke?
0: Uh, I don't know what I just said, but I am calling Jefferson Duke.
1: Okay, you are calling Duke. Why don't we have that be like a social role? Maria is congenial with you. Yes, of course, they can can stay in there for a little while. I'll I'll start seeing them immediately. And as usual, Imogen starts making phone calls. (laughs) (laughs)
0: That's what I do, particularly outside this clinic.
2: Maybe you can get a little bit of budget from fraud to the (laughs) clinic. Well, just directed to the clinic for taking care of all of the witnesses.
1: Oh, there's that. Uh, rings a couple times. Ugh. this is Jefferson Duke, chief of fraud office. How may I be of service?
0: This is Imogen Olandohar.
1: Imogen! Did not expect to hear from you. Did you, did you get your last uh, paycheck?
0: I'm sure that processed fine. I'm not calling you as an employee.
1: Did you need a reference for a new job? Is that it?
0: No. I need you to do something for me.
1: I mean, I was your boss for how long? Wasn't that something?
0: Jefferson, we have done things that you could not do. We have secured the witnesses for the Rose trial. We've done this not as fraud employees, as you seem to feel that the risks we were taking were too big for the department to handle. So we've done it on our own. And we've done it as private citizens so that you don't have any problems on your hands. Now,
1: as as I recall, you were not a citizen of the Minion, Minogen. You were on a work visa.
0: Well, yes. That's what it says on my ID. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Sounds
1: like you're making a negotiation check.
0: I am making a negotiation check. And if it doesn't go well, then I'll switch to coercion. Okay. But my approach right now is essentially... I would love to, to make him think that we left fraud as a favor, right? Like, he couldn't make these things happen because it was too dicey politically.
1: Oh, right. right. You're, you're helping him out. Like, you couldn't do it from your, where you are, so we had to do it from the outside. Yeah.
0: Okay, okay. We took care of it. Like, we did it. Okay. We have the people. We needed to go to trial. He told us when we were employees that he could fast-track things if we got the evidence and things like that. We have the evidence. We have the people. He needs to do what is necessary on the government side.
1: Okay. I think that's where the blue die. is going to be a red and two purples is his negotiate. Because he all he does bring up, you were on a work visa, weren't you? And if we're not sponsoring that anymore.
0: <laughs> we kicked out back to Emoja.
1: <laughs> he just mentions it. Just the given opportunity.
0: Yep. Uh, do we have any story points left?
1: You have all the story points.
0: Okay, I'm definitely using one. Okay. Ha ah, jeez. This is not Imogen's day. Failure with a triumph.
1: Okay. The thing that is most important to you in this is getting the help for these people and making sure they're safe as witnesses for this.
0: Yes. To, to not have them be targeted by Rose again.
1: Right. I think that like, you convinced Duke that, like, Yes, it helps his case, and you've, you've like, given him this little package. But he's a little annoyed. Rather than thinking you did him a favor, it's like, well, you went around me.
0: Yep. That's fine. In placing this call, Imogen was doing it from, like, a place of, I would say, equality with Duke. Right. He's not her boss anymore. He's just another person, and she bosses around people.
1: Yeah. And you're learning that Duke is not really easily bossed around. He doesn't do a whole lot. But he's also hard to make him do things. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I'm going to help those people. Because that is going to help out the case. Yeah, but he's not, he's not really offering anything to you in return. He's not saying like, well, I can help you out or anything like that.
0: Okay. Can he get these people back to hall, Or am I going to have to call the other Jefferson? Grow up.
1: No, I think he can get these people back to Corhall. hall. Uh, I think that is something he can take care of.
0: Okay. Then I am done dealing with Jefferson Duke. Slam. And then I will call
1: Grom. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes.
0: I will have Lily call Grom.
1: <laughs> have Lily call Grom?
0: <laughs> because Lily has Grom's phone number. You
1: do have his personal uh, phone number, Lily. Oh, yeah. I can call him.
0: Yeah, I, th- I think we should call him and let him know what happened and, and such.
1: Yeah. Uh, Lily, you got his phone number. And Grom, his fancy person, has caller ID.
0: Were you
2: going to do the talking, Imogen? Did you just want me to call so that it came from my phone?
0: Imogen says to Lily, oh, you should call Grom and let him know how this all went down, and that we'll arrange for people to get back to Core Hall safely, but also that we we don't have any official stand-in anymore at all. So Grom can apply whatever pressure he has directly to Duke, but there's nothing
1: further we can do from that angle. Understood. Phone
2: lines are secure or no?
0: Don't trust it.
1: Yeah, definitely don't trust it. It's going to be routed through your ship and then, like, through the Marsara communication network.
0: Yeah, but there's no need to fear the Dominion government on this matter.
1: But, DBD.
0: I'm more concerned about Rose and our witnesses,
2: because they seem to be
0: Yeah, but I mean, like, everybody I've talked to so far, they've been worried about the government listening on. They haven't been yeah. like worried about private corporations listening in.
1: Yeah, no, you're in a dystopian future where the government is has too much power, not where the corporations have too much power.
2: Okay, so and maybe this is a Terran check. I'm not worried about somebody listening in on us, but Rose probably if they could tap Grom's lines, that would be where they would be. Oh. Like I don't have a problem from where we are, because that doesn't seem as likely.
1: Yeah, I tell you what, make a two purple streetwise check actually. Uh, And take a blue, because you've talked with Grom quite a bit about taking care of his things. One threat. You're not sure? Like, Rose has some capabilities. Grom is taking a lot of precautions. Essentially, like, that's up to Grom if he's being careful enough.
2: Then I will call.
1: Hey, Lily! How you doing?
2: Hello, sir. I've got some news for you. About our friends. Would you like me to tell you? or Can you talk?
1: about About our friends. He, like... In the split-screen view that the audience sees, like, he's flipping, like, secure mode on. Okay. And, like, the sound quality changes slightly. Okay. Yes! Yes, please! Are they- is everyone alright?
2: Um, yes. We recovered everyone, sir.
1: Oh, that is a relief. Are you safe? Where are you right now? No, no, Don't tell me. Yeah, yeah, tell me. We're safe.
2: (laughs) We're on Marsara.
1: Okay, that's a good out-of-the-way place.
2: Getting the injuries treated.
1: Anyone seriously hurt?
2: I don't know, sir.
1: Okay, well...
2: There were injuries.
1: It's more things we can add to the pile in terms of trying to take down Rose.
2: Uh, Imogen has spoken to Mr. Duke at fraud and arranged for them to get a lift off the planet back to Coral. All
1: right, that's good, that's good.
2: And she wants me to tell you that we no longer work for fraud. Oh! So this is about as much as we can... Y'all do. didn't get fired, did you? No, sir.
1: Oh, well that's good. What are you two up to now, then?
2: <laughs> well, rescuing these guys again, apparently. <laughs> ah, right, well, sir. much
1: appreciated.
2: Yeah, so she wanted me to let you know that we can't do anything internally.
1: No, I, I understand. I understand. I, I appreciate everything you, you've done. You put your neck out.
2: We're going into business for ourselves, sir.
1: Oh, what kind of business? I mean,
2: Private scouting, collecting samples, things like that. Hmm.
1: You know, since I've had to make some cutbacks in our surveying department, I will keep that in mind, that you might be able to do some general surveys in that department.
2: Yeah, let me know. We have a proper science ship, sir. We can do scans.
1: Y'all got a science vessel? A surface scan? That has use in some places. I don't have anything right now, but I'll keep something in mind.
2: I'm trying to think of what Durian had said, like the way he had phrased it. Like, yes, keep us in mind, sir. Yeah, (laughs) I'm basically trying to repeat the way he had done his business.
1: (laughs) Yeah, so, uh, keep us in mind. Yeah. Get a little bro in your voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Alright, he's like, well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make sure those people stay safe.
2: I look at Imogen if there was
1: anything else I was supposed to say, because...
0: Like, off camera, I just, I just give you, like, the okay sign. Okay.
1: Thank you, you, you've done a lot to help those people. You've done a lot. This helps me a lot.
2: Good. Anything else we can do for you, sir?
1: No, you, you, you two've done so much. You two deserve a break, Okay. I wish there was something more I could do for you, but my hands are very busy right now. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to push this case, make sure everyone knows what Rose is up to. Yeah. And then I'm going to take them out as competition. I'll be the only mining consortium.
0: <laughs> okay, okay, but also the enslaved people. <laughs>
1: well, yeah, I'm not going to enslave people. No. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to pay people, you know, reasonable wages I can afford. And if it's not affordable, I will not hire them in the first place. <laughs>
2: I look forward to that future, sir.
1: <laughs> uh, a future of slightly re- more reasonable wages.
2: Honest business.
1: Yes. <laughs> Cutthroat capitalism, not outright slavery. That's what I always say.
2: That's fair.
1: <laughs> Y'all two ladies have a good day now.
2: You too, take care. Stay safe. Sir.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and then it's just like, now you should call Durian.
1: Just because.
2: Wait, why Dur- Durian?
0: Just to tell him you miss him. Or don't you?
2: To tell him
1: I miss him?
0: Imogen's totally trying to set you up with him. Yeah,
1: well, like, um, it, I think it's time for Imogen to make a deception check. <laughs> this,
0: that's what you use to like set your friends up with people? Deception?
1: I mean, isn't that how it works? What's Lily's vigilance?
2: Two yellow dice. <laughs> Lily's like, why? Do we need uh, to hire him?
1: What?
0: I totally fail. One advantage.
1: Yeah, so Lily, like... Imogen's trying to get you to do something. Yeah. There's no good reason to call. There's no pressing need to call Durian right now. Right. Imogen likes calling people, and Imogen likes talking to people.
2: Oh, that's true. But, I mean, because it's funny, because I would be like, but why would I? You know, like, if you were like, you should call your sister and tell her you miss her, and I'd be like, wait, why? What have you heard? Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like, but it's not like she knows that, oh, something happened to Durian. And it's just like, she's, she, it's a weird emoji thing, maybe, that you call people.
2: How did Imogen okay. know that I missed Durian?
1: <laughs> Lily
0: might say, oh, did you hear something? And Imogen just says, like, no, you, you two look good together.
1: you both tall.
0: I'll have to decide if
2: Lily can figure that out.
0: But Imogen feels that uh, she's lost this fight for now. Okay. And uh, we can fly over to take Lee Jun home and recollect sunshine.
1: Okay, I will just need one more average pilot check.
0: Oh, but she has a landing
2: strip now.
1: Oh, that's right. She does. Never mind. You don't need anything. Uh, Shelly waves goodbye to you. She says she's going to corral the rest of these people and make sure they stay safe. She's going to...
0: She could be the point person.
1: She's the point person. She's still looking out there. She's like, I bet there's Zerg out there. But how can I... And like, she doesn't say control them, but like, how can I talk to them?
0: Dun-dun-dun. The Princess of Blades. <laughs> so we lose one
2: witness who gets herself eaten by Zerg. You know, potentially.
1: It happens. That's really, you know, better than you could ask for.
2: Do you want to see if we can get
0: a little bit of healing
1: at this clinic? Oh,
0: I don't really want to be treated at this clinic. Okay, but...
1: that's fair. I mean, you've been treated here once before. It was kind of painful.
0: I'm okay to just, like, heal,
1: but I wasn't sure how bad no, if you were doing.
0: If you want to be treated at the clinic, you can do that.
2: I could easily just take get a beer at Joey Ray's and be just as happy.
0: Imogen has a crit.
2: So maybe we should get treated with the proper medic.
0: You know, probably like after Imogen's like confusing comments related to durian, Lily's like notices that I have. Oh like, yeah,
2: okay, now it all becomes clear.
0: Yeah, like oh no, that's we why should... it's acting weird. Like she's
2: hit her head. Okay, you Is should. That have...
0: why set me up on a date? No, no, she's just.
2: You should have the doc look at you. Yeah, I I don't know if Lily even figured out the what. It was so subtle.
0: <laughs> it was way too subtle, yes.
2: <laughs> we should have the doc look at your head.
0: Yeah, because I think Imogen doesn't realize, like she, like, she can't see it. She knows she hit her head and she's got a headache, but she doesn't realize quite how bad it is. Right. So, you usher her into the clinic. She has a level
1: 2 crit. Uh, so, Saint Maria
0: uses some horrible suture machine. Hey, doc.
1: Yeah, she's like, oh, no, this, this one. most of these people are just in shock. They just need a lot of them just need warm blankets and, and uh, tequila. <laughs>
2: See, this is where I was supposed to be. <laughs> More <Sarah. laughs>
1: I don't think that's going to be good for you. Uh, would you like her to spend a story point?
0: I would. I would prefer not to have my intelligence and cunning...
1: Hindered in this fashion. ...for
0: another week.
1: Yes. Two successes. Free. Uh And she does pull out the, like, suture machine a little bit. Now, this won't hurt much you could feel it yeah, it's a little bit gross and un- unsettling, but Lily, you're like familiar with these machines yeah that's that's what's out there deployed in the combat field, and that'll keep you alive for at least another 10 seconds. yeah, so, yep. normally, like soldiers are like doped up on stim packs when they receive this, so they don't feel the pain.:
0: I have wounds as well. yeah, I do too.
1: Uh, Yes, she can treat both of you for regular wounds as well, certainly. Are you over half your wound threshold?
0: No, because I took that painkiller. All right. No,
2: because I have 17 wounds.
1: Uh, Imogen, you get three wounds back. Lily, you also get three wounds back, and if you want, three strain.
2: Nice, yes.
1: You two stay safe out there. I don't know if you're fighting Zerg or other people. Like, Lily, you did Neiman shoot you?
2: Oh yeah. yeah, I got shot, got
1: yeah. Shot a bullet. Yeah. Both of you have, like, Zerg wounds, but also, like, bullet wounds.
2: I'm like, both. Because I did, I got shot by a hydrolyst and by a <laughs> gun.
1: You two need to take better care of yourself. Uh, yeah, she patches up your head. St. Maria advises that you got a minor concussion. You should take it easy, uh, don't look at any screens. Definitely don't use a computer of any kind. No
0: computers, understood.
1: Yeah, try to avoid too much physical activity, too much bright light.
0: Probably safer for the computers as well.
1: (laughs) Or if you want, I can give you a full, like, lobotomy. Uh, Probably you don't want that, though. Hmm? She's got, like, a saw out.
0: Nope, nope, we're fine here.
1: Maybe next time. You guys get back in your ship, fly a few miles, land on this sweet new landing pad. Nice. You see, as you land, you spot sunshine has devoured all oh, the treats.
2: <laughs> she just laying. And
1: she's just like laying out there, like stuffed.
2: <laughs> it keeps her out of trouble.
1: Oh, she's not moving very fast. Lee Jun, like she quickly exits. Uh, she doesn't like being cooped up in there too much. And she's back on like her home turf. Your ship is in decent order. You guys are in decent order. Is that all right?
2: I have that it took five of six strain.
1: Yes. Woo, wow
2: some of that was from the sensors yeah she did a lot to the sensors so I'm not sure what she fixed. oh
1: yeah yeah she repaired the sensors so you got back two strain okay Lee Jun tells you that she's got a lot of things she's going to need to analyze with this go over this computer system you might want to tune up your ship a little bit I wouldn't recommend sticking around Marsara too long those people got to the clinic and I was safe but ship coming in is going to be noticed at some point yeah. And someone's going to connect with that.
2: We don't want them coming over here.
0: What are your intentions with old Red, Lily? I hadn't really thought
2: about I guess she could use a little bit more paint. <laughs> but I don't think she's going to fit on the ship, if that's what you mean. We could take her into town and sell her.
0: And what about Sunshine? Is she coming with?
2: I look at Sunshine. This is where she came from. I could see if she wants to
1: There are lots of lieouts on Marsara.
2: Yeah, maybe I just let her go. See if she wants to rejoin her... She had her adventure. If she comes with us, I will keep her, but... You know, if she wants to leave, then yeah, I'm gonna take her out into the forest.
1: Okay. So you you take her out, you still... She's got, like, a little ribbon still.
2: Yeah, I'll take all of the stuff off of her. She doesn't need to be... Yeah,
1: okay. Pat her on the head. She kind of, like, nuzzles you a little bit, but she gets a scent of something. She takes off. Takes off. never really domesticated, but uh, friendly.
2: That's all right. She's been well-fed.
1: Yes. More well-fed than most (laughs) Lyodes.
2: For now. Then, yeah, I'm going to let her go back into the... That seems to be, like, what she's happy with. I'll just let her go.
1: Yeah. There was, at one point, a thought of turning Old Red into a, like, emergency drop pod attached to the other escape pod location. Oh, yeah. yeah.
0: Do you want, like, a mechanics check to, like, assess if this is possible?
1: I want, like, a mechanics montage, yeah.
0: Okay. I'll use a story point for this.
1: Yeah, I think this is gonna be hard.
0: And Lily's gonna help. Painting? No, it's it's not just the painting. There's a lot of hoisting.
1: Oh, yes. Like, the June shop has, like, a, a proper, like, winch and pulley system, so this is why you can do it here. There's some welding action. Shh.
0: All right, can we think of anything to give us any more blue dice? Oh, the mechanics kit.
1: The mechanics kit, yes.
0: And is there a blue die because this is a proper shop?
1: I will we'll give you a blue die because we just mentioned this pulley.
0: Oh, damn it. Any other blue dice that people could think of?
2: Do we have anything in the computer that we can look up?
0: We can call Rory for advice.
1: That would have been a good idea. What do you have?
0: Failure with two advantages and a triumph.
1: Interesting. Okay, I will say this. You do not have the drop pod activated, but you are able to, like, weld part of it to the side in a way that's safe for the ship to ply. So it's going to take some more work. You're probably going to need some professional work done. Okay. But you can at least carry this bike with you until you can do something with you. It's also, the bike can serve as external storage.
0: Okay, so we have essentially added a backpack to Saffron. Yeah. And negative one handling to Saffron?
1: Yeah, that's going to be uh, the situation. But it, you cannot detach the bike yet.
0: Okay. I have welded the bike to the outside of Seth.
1: welded the bike to the outside.
0: It's the best I can do right now.
1: It's like you don't have any, like, uh, locking clamps.
0: Clamps that are specifically included in the kit?
1: You don't have big enough clamps. You're learning you can never have enough clamps.
0: And is there a certain amount of money for the work that is spent here, or?
1: Uh, for doing this, uh, no. It, when you like, actually succeed, then yes, there will be some, some money for those. You need some maglock clamps okay. to make this work.
0: And then finally, what about the frying pan?
1: That is just a one purple, uh, and I will say it's 100 credits worth of stuff. I will impose a black dye because it is weird Protoss technology.
0: All right. Triumph, success, one threat.
1: Triumph, success.
2: What did you do? You fixed it.
1: Uh, The threat, uh, it costs an extra 25 credits for the stuff. Ugh,
0: 125 credits.
1: Right. So it costs a little bit extra. You do have a triumph, however.
0: I mean, do I gain any, like, insight into Protoss technology?
1: Oh, yes. Yeah, you absolutely gain inside You will not have that penalty with this device, nor if you need to repair your own Psi Gauntlet. Okay. Uh, as well. Like, you figured out, like, okay, this is how the circuitry works. It's not actually different principles, it's just, like, different types of components.
0: Their resistors use a different color code.
1: Yeah, it's like, yes, it runs on electricity. It really does. And you look at, like, even the Psi Gauntlet functionally it really runs on electricity. You just acted like trigger mechanism what's very is what's very strange
0: okay the last thing that i wish to accomplish before the end of this session yeah is to ask snowball like once it's just us like lily and imogen and snowball on the ship to ask snowball hey can you make yourself look like Malorn?
1: snowball looks at you lily you're the one who issues orders
0: yeah go on give it a try
1: give it a try okay
0: i wonder if we should remove his tech you can certainly try that if you want to. I mean, Spiky showed that he had a mind of his own. I think I'd
2: kind of like to do that in a place where there's creep.
1: Might be a good idea. Uh, Snowball reverts to, like, generic blob form, which is really gross. Uh, it's like sort of like a head, a blob, and two arms.
0: So used to thinking of Snowball as the larva, that this new generic blob form is really unsettling. <laughs> I know.
1: Yeah, I mean, you can tell him to, you know, take form of larva try at some point. <laughs> uh, and then you see him form up into slowly take a bit of shape. He does form a pretty good Protoss shape. It's not a, like, perfect representation of Malorn specifically.
0: That's fine. It was just Malorn was the only Protoss that Snowball had really been around.
1: But yes, he does form a good Protoss. He doesn't have to hunt right. Protoss are kind of tall, but they're not super bulky. Uh, so he's able to form a, like, full-size... Protoss, and in fact, he he forms up. He looks like he has Psy Gauntlets. Okay. Like, they don't do anything, uh, but he has got the look appropriately.
0: Well done. So, do you want to, like, fly off, away from Lee Jun's, to some place with Creep, and then...
2: Yeah, we need to give him the chance.
1: So, are you setting Snowball free on Marsara, essentially where you found him?
2: What I want to do is take him out into some Creep, find a safe place, and try to remove the tech. Okay. I just don't want to hurt him. If it seems like it's going to be too dangerous to remove it, I don't want to remove it. And then it's kind of up to him if he wants to come with us or not. Okay. I don't want to make him be enslaved
0: to the tech. I kind of learned my lesson.
1: I hear you. I hear you.
0: So is this going to be mechanics or medicine or both?
1: Oh, I think this is knowledge, and mechanics. I will say it's a two purple knowledge, check. Okay. You get a blue die because, like, he can change his shape, so he can actually be helpful. Okay. And then it'll be a three purple mechanics check. Still, you get a blue die, though, because Snowball can can help and change shape.
0: Okay. So you want Lily to do the knowledge and Imogen to do the mechanics?
1: I mean, if that's how you want to arrange it, but... Uh, well,
0: I meant, like, are we allowed to help each other,
1: or...? I think these two things are... This is how you're both you're approaching the problem.
2: Okay. So how's your mechanics? Do you want to u- upgrade for that, or use...
0: I think it should be used for the mechanics, because that would take me from two to two in a green.
2: That sounds like a plan.
1: And if you can think of any other reason you should have extra dice, think about it now.
0: I have the mechanics kit for mine.
1: That's a blue die.
2: I don't know what else I would have for
1: Zerg, except for... You do have this computer from the Cerberus program, so you've got some certain schematics on things like this. So Right. This- Mechanics, or is this for the Zerg? That's for the the knowledge check.
2: Okay. I can't think of anything else. I mean, just our recent experience, but the computer kind of covers that. Uh, One advantage, one failure.
1: So, Imogen, you'll get another blue dye, because Lily has some good ideas, but we will upgrade the difficulty. Because, like, well, you're not sure which part's the brain on this thing, because it's kind of an amorphous blob. Yeah. It's not like most other Zergs.
0: We have success with two advantages.
1: Snowball is looking at you. Uh, Snowball's still in Malorn form because that's the last order you gave him.
0: I would have thought we would have had him change back to a Zerg for the actual procedure.
1: Yeah. Okay, you're right. Because that's when the tech is most exposed. He change it back to Blob form.
0: Does the Blob form have like eye stalks or something?
1: It is almost like part of a, like a head, kind of think like Job of the Hutt, kind of almost. Okay. Actually, Pizza the Hut from Spaceballs is even more like that. It's just like a gross blob. There's like a hump where there's some eyes. They're not eye stalks. Alyssa's uh, just seeing organs. So it's gross. Yeah, so Lily's not a a sure, like where the brain in this when he's in this form is. Yeah. But like, well, probably not there. So Imogen, you start like cutting around. Uh, you've got a hand on the tech. Snowball is like looking very concerned, but it's under orders. So, he's hanging in there.
2: I guess I should have asked him if he wanted the tech removed.
1: Well, he couldn't give you an honest response, though.
2: That's <laughs> true.
1: So, you wish you had a scalpel, you don't, In the mechanics kit, that wouldn't make any sense. That's a surgeon's kit.
0: I mean, I asked if this was a medicine check, and you said it was a mechanics check.
1: No, you have a utility knife. You do manage to, like, cut out things. There's little bits of metal that are left, but you've got the tech out. And I'll see with the advantage. You have the tech intact. Nice. Whatever you want to do with that is up to you. If you want to destroy it right now, that's fine.
2: Why would destroy it? I'm not destroy it.
1: Snowball needs a resilience check. Uh, Snowball, like you take that out of his head, he kind of looks at you for a second, he passes out.
0: Into the creep. Into the creep. Then I make a medicine check.
1: Okay. Uh, two purples and a black.
0: I have success with one threat.
1: Okay, you think this is just like too much of a shock to his system? He's not dead, but he's he is passed out. He will just need a lot of time to recover.
0: Okay, we stay camped nearby and on the alert for other Zerg, since we're on creep right now. So
1: you are on creep right now. That is true. But we need well, unless to. Unless we have a, a container,
2: him. we could put him in with a bunch of the creeps, so he's safe.
0: I think we need to just let him rest here. I don't want to move him while he's still kind of like in shock. Okay. And then when he's fully recovered, then we can see what his new personality is.
1: I'll say it's about an hour of waiting around. He is on the creep. That does help him rejuvenate more quickly. Kind of wakes up. Well, he looks at Lily. He looks at Imogen. Like you have the tech. Kind of looks at that. Like the, one of the arms, because he's in blob form, kind of feels there's nothing there. And uh, Snowball is kind of confused for a second.
2: Now, I don't know if he understands us without the tech.
1: That is true. What do you say to him?
2: I say, how you doing, little buddy?
1: He, uh, forms into, like, a human shape, the nondescript woman of slightly less height than Lily.
0: I am going to try to read his surface level thoughts.
1: Ah, good idea.
2: Do I still get feeling from him, or maybe that was all coming through the- You do
1: not. You're not sure what snowballs- like, normally snowballs, you know, always somehow giving you a signal. Right. Interesting. I go up to the confused
0: snowball so that I'm in engaged range.
1: In human form, like, it says, like, a confused look.
0: And I attempt to uh, read surface thoughts. Okay. And I succeed.
1: Uh, There's definitely, like, confusion is the number one thought.
0: So confusion is a feeling.
1: Yes. Right. Thoughts. Who are these? No, not who are these people. That's not right.
0: If we're asking, like, can you even understand a snowball, like...
1: Yeah, I'm just trying to piece together, like, also, like, what is his level of intelligence regarding this, this situation.
0: Well, and
2: he's a blob, so I wonder if he could actually still use the tech. I don't know if, like, if that's just putting him back in the state he was in, or if he can actually just interface with it himself without having to be permanently attached.
0: Like, he seemed to know that the tech was a thing and that it used to be on him. And...
1: Yeah, like, there's signs of recognition. I'm sorry. I, I need to give you some surface-level thoughts. <laughs> and
0: then if he's not a smart enough Zerg to be able to articulate thoughts, then that's information in and of itself.
1: Yeah, I I think it's a lot of... Not what is going on, but, like, what did you do? <laughs> sort of like a like a child would ask like what what did you just do or like or probably like oh what happened to me that's probably the number one thought my head hurts
0: okay so that tells me that that he has a sense of identity yes so that means he's got some level of sentience
1: yeah i'm trying to think of something did you have any advantages your threats
0: no it was it was two successes and and nothing else
1: okay i will say that uh, here, I can spend an evil story point. You get this this feeling from Snowball of, like, this confusion of, like, what happened to me? What are they doing? Definitely, like, Snowball recognizes you to some extent and recognizes that tech. And then you feel like you get blocked off. Like, almost pushed out. Okay. Snowball looks at you, like like, a little confused for a second and then, like, kind of calms down.
0: I look around kind of alarmed, worried that there is a
1: higher scale controlling zerg somewhere around. Uh, Make perception checks.
2: Now, I don't know about this. Is this perception or vigilance for me?
1: I mean, you can see... Yeah, you should make vigilance. Two purples. Okay.
2: Two advantages and a failure.
1: Yeah, Snowball just looked kind of surprised for a second, but then seems to be in control.
0: I have failure, but a triumph.
1: Okay. I will say this is looking around for... Creatures that like our are controlling Zerg.
0: Yeah, I mean, my concern Is that his shutting him, his mind To me was some other Zerg stepping In and asserting dominance over him That's why I looked
1: around yeah, yeah, So yeah. If,
0: if there's something like psionic you want to get, do With this triumph.
1: Yeah, that, that is What I wanted to do, sort of Snowball like, puts a hand out uh, To you, like, whoa There's no, like, as though everything's fine Takes like a, a stick And starts like drawing a little picture In the creep for you
0: Okay, definitely sentient.
1: That's certainly signs of sentience.
0: What is the drawing?
1: Uh, The drawing is first like a little larva.
0: Okay, snowball.
1: Then there's like two stick figures.
0: Okay, yep.
1: Then there's like off to the right, there's like a blob.
0: You turned into a blob.
1: Yeah, and then he's drawing like another figure. It starts as like a stick figure, but then there's like two wings maybe that come out of it. Except the wings, they're like just big claws.
0: Now I look up in the sky.
1: You see nothing up in the sky.
2: Is that like a brood mother? Do they have wings?
1: No. Make a uh, make an easy knowledge check. So just one purple. I succeed right.
0: with one threat.
2: I got two successes.
0: Yeah,
1: you guys remember the pictures that the Queen of Blades has like these creepy bone wings? There's no like flesh between like where the bones of wings would go. Oh. But there are rumors that she can't fly. Oh. But like it doesn't make any physical sense.
0: Yeah, psionically, you know, who
1: knows? Yeah.
0: The Queen of Blades? That's what you're drawing there? Do you know know her, Snowball? You guys' friends?
1: Only when you say, like, Queen of Blades, do you get any sense of, like, recognition of what you're saying from Snowball. And, like, Snowball is smiling. Okay.
2: Without teeth, because he couldn't make those.
1: Right, cannot make teeth. A creepy, no-teeth smile. That's your mom? Uh, Well, uh, that's...
2: Kinda of, your boss,
1: your queen your queen the queen.
2: What's going on? Yeah, <laughs> this is what Lily says.
1: I mean, Lily, you like you can see this picture too. Yeah, and, like you can see clearly, Snowball is drawn. You, uh, or is drawn like you two with uh, Snowball the larva, and then there's Snowball the blob with the queen.
2: Okay, I'm I still look at image and I'm like, what's going on?
0: So it looks like Snowball hung out with us as a larva, but now that. He's grown up into this changeling thing. He thinks he belongs with the Queen of Blades.
1: Definitely like nodding when you say Queen of Blades, strongly.
0: What what does that mean? Uh, It means we're on opposite sides of a war?
1: Is anyone at war with the Zerg?
0: Well, okay, the Queen of Blades definitely is at war with us personally.
1: Well, I mean, maybe you got that smoothed over, though. And you want us
2: to take him back
1: to her? (sighs) Amogen <sighs> kind of looks to Lily
0: like this is Lily's thing like when, <laughs> what do you feel you owe Snowball like you took him in you kind of raised him like is this something that like okay fine we part ways here and he makes his way to her somehow or do you feel like you have some responsibility to turn him over to her or do you I feel like that might smooth over her other anger
2: I just I don't really feel like he's well equipped to protect himself that's more the, the thing, so I don't want to just leave him, but do you want to come with us, Snowball?
1: He looks at you without a lot of recognition of what you're saying. He can tell as you're saying something.
2: He doesn't know what I'm saying.
1: He, like, points around the back of your backpack.
2: I mean, he's been in my backpack.
0: You're a little too large to go in the backpack now, Snowball. All right, I pick up the piece of tech. And I kind of hold it out to Snowball.
1: Snowball takes a step back.
0: Okay. I wasn't sure whether, like, he felt like it was his or, like, he would be able to communicate better with us using it.
1: Okay, okay. No, let me rephrase that. Snowball does not step back.
0: Like, I'm offering it to him. I'm not, like...
1: Right, right. Snowball cautiously takes it, like, does not stick it back in his head or anything, but just, like, is holding it on, like, on, on holding it on his side smiles at you
2: like he's right. maybe he's just gonna carry it for us okay then you know what i'm gonna scoop up some creep refill my samples and i'm gonna start walking towards the ship and i'm gonna say to me snowball and then see if he follows because i don't know that i want to leave him unprotected i'm not saying that we should just go drop him off with the queen of blades right away but i don't see why he can't travel with us until we find a better opportunity or we find a better place to put him, or a safer place.
0: Well, we can see if he comes along. Imogen gestures towards the ship.
1: When you say Snowball, there is a sign of recognition. You're, like, walking towards the ship, and, like, Snowball catches up.
2: Okay, so he follows. I've got his creep. He's got the tech. I think he's just carrying it.
0: All right, I... All right, Snowball's not really understanding language, but he's drawing pictures, so he does understand visuals. So, I guess... I kind of, like, point to the device, and, like, I point to, like, my own head, kind of, like, do you want it back on your head? Like, I can reattach it. Like, I hold up a tool.
1: Oh, okay, okay. I'll say you do that. There's a this is definite no. Okay. But there's a, like, holding, like, this is mine now.
0: Okay, that's, that's fair. We'll have He's to get-
2: like, I'm presented to the Queen of Blades. <laughs>
1: you don't know.
0: We got a little, like, Dora the Explorer backpack for Snowball, so he can keep his little stuff with him.
1: Oh, okay, perfect.
0: <laughs> he can wear
2: a
1: backpack uh yes he could wear a backpack he couldn't put anything of consequence in it other than this piece of tech really he doesn't have bones
0: that's why i was just gonna get him a little disney princess backpack
1: oh perfect perfect
0: yeah so then we'll put the tech in there
2: put an mre in there and some cream and a, a thermos of sweet tea
1: yeah you pull the sweet tea he goes for that immediately that's that's what he was definitely going for
2: great now he's got hands to get all the sweet tea he wants
1: finally uh Uh, He almost makes it work.
2: Alright, then yeah, I say he comes with us until we see otherwise.
0: Alright, you're not going to be able to order him around as easily now that he's a teenager.
2: Yeah,
1: That's what it is. He's a moody teenager.
2: I was like trying to domesticate a lie out. I don't think Lily seems to shy away from not understanding each other.
0: (laughs) Okay. Alright, so we climb aboard Saffron and uh...
1: You climb aboard Saffron, you prepare to head out. In uh, Imogen, just as you're preparing to head out, you get a phone call from a number you haven't seen in quite a while.
0: Dun, dun, dun. It's a, it's a crazy area code.
1: Crazy long distance phone call.
2: Somebody calling to tell you they missed you. Is this like um
0: like a video call type thing?
1: Uh, No, it's not that then. Okay. Well, it's a video call on their end, but not on yours. In that, like, you don't have the technology support for that.
0: Okay, but it's like my little phone thing, right?
1: It's your little fun thing, yes.
0: So I step into my room and close the door to answer it. Yes. Is it Malorn? He's like, I miss you. <laughs>
2: or, I mean, I called because you're not a terrible Terran, and I miss you. I've grown accustomed to your
1: face. Yes. I mean, it would totally spite this other Protoss if we hung out a bunch.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you were to I, eat a pill
1: near me.
0: Well, Dasha <laughs> would, would be real pissed if I had more beer.
1: <laughs> With you. No, the voice you hear on the other end is like, Ah, Imogen, haven't talked to you in quite a while. Surely you don't forget your old Uncle Leo. What's
0: this about, Uncle?
1: We've been missing you back home. Some news you should hear, but these uh, weak Dominion comms, uh, they really can't get the message across. You should get home as soon as you can. How important is this? There's like a pause for a second.
0: I do calculations on like, how much vespin do we have? <laughs>
1: Since you had enough to, like, you got the full extra one, you could definitely get to Umoja. Okay. Um, like, getting to Earth takes an insane amount of Vespae and time. Umoja is like, you know, it's like taking a trip to, well, from where we are now, taking a trip to either, like, Canada or Mexico.
0: Yeah, I'm also thinking, like, we have a Zerg on our ship.
1: You sort of have a Zerg on your ship.
0: Bringing a Zerg to Umoja. I guess we bring one everywhere else. All right, so, uh, so he's quiet for a while, and then...
1: He's like, well, sooner or later... Might be helpful. Who's in trouble this time? Well, you know how your brother gets his into things.
0: What's Aiden done?
1: It's better if we talk in person.
0: I'll be there as soon as I
1: can. And, uh, bring some backup if you can. I've got that covered. Aye. Take care, will ya? Alright. Lily well, has never asked you anything about your family.
2: She didn't even know your last name.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Alright. I step out of my room, and, uh...
2: I'm sharpening our knives.
0: And I say, I've got coordinates for us.
2: All right. And
0: saffron takes off.
2: <laughs> she literally doesn't ask any questions or anything. She's like, okay.
1: Not even where we're going.
2: I mean, I guess if it's far enough, but we have gas.
1: That's true. I mean, you can get more Vespain on Emoja. It's just, you gotta pay
2: This is why you're like,
1: you should call Durian.
2: <laughs> we're gonna go to Moja. Cool. All right.
1: For succeeding in your venture keeping Zagara alive, rescuing the people. Uh, You can take 25 experience.
0: Liberty, snowball.
1: The the season finale.
0: You've been listening to Fraud Investigators, set in Blizzard's StarCraft universe, and played using Fantasy Flight Games' Genesis role-playing system. Our GM was Dan and our players were Lex and Jen. For the serialized narrative write-up of this adventure, visit us at DiceyStories.com. Our music comes from Purple Planet Music. Visit them at purple-planet.com. Thanks for listening to Season 1 of StarCraft Fraud Investigators. Dicey Stories is going to take a little break, but we'll be back in August with Season 2. Until next time, this is Dicey Stories reminding you Don't be dumb.